What is up, guys? Welcome to the Snaggle Show. I am your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. Welcome to the Monday episode. I'm going to be calling an audible on today's podcast topic. I know on Friday's episode, I said I was going to be talking about some summer games I am excited about. I've decided to bump that to later this week. So today, we are going to be talking about the Google Stadia, which was revealed last week. Um, Google's uh, first foray into the gaming sphere with a streaming-based console. We're going to talk all about that, uh, with including my thoughts, whether I think it's a good deal, whether I think it will be successful. Uh, then on Friday's episode of the show this week, I'm going to be giving a full E3 reaction episode. E3 is going on uh, right now. I am recording this late on Sunday, uh, right after the Microsoft um conference wrapped up so i already have all kinds of wonderful thoughts um it's like i said on friday's episode that will be uh, an e3 centric uh and kind of looking ahead as well as some things from e3 and then maybe uh looking ahead to the next few months some games i'm definitely looking at picking up i'm looking squarely at you super mario maker um, but today we're going to be talking about the google Stadia. Stadia? 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 I don't know what it's called. I'm going with Stadia because that's what I think it should be. Um, so that's what we're going to go with. So the Stadia was announced last week. Google um, rolled out all the wonderful ins and outs. When you can get it, how much it's going to be, what's in the box. Uh, basically the idea behind it is it is a streaming game service. There is no console required um, it is all going to be done through your google chromecast ultra uh, which if you buy the founders edition pack you do get a google chromecast ultra and you also get the stadia controller um initially before we get into you know the ins and outs and more specifics i was actually surprised um i had i would say mild expectations going in on what to expect um, I was surprised at um, the game quality that is going to be included at launch. Um, I, that's definitely one of the big things that's going to make or break this is what um, what publishers are going to bring what games to the platform. Uh, but overall, I came away definitely with a better impression of the Stadia than when I went into it. I definitely was kind of skeptical. Uh, obviously, I know you know streaming media and stuff is the future, but but Google see, really seemed to check a lot of the boxes um, that I was looking forward to with this. So for starters, uh, the Founders Edition, which you can pre-order now, will cost you one sixty-nine. Canadian. I believe it's 129 uh, in the US. And that includes the limited edition Night Blue Stadia controller. Um, the controller, I would say, looks very similar to the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller, with the exception that it is in the PlayStation joystick layout. So the joysticks are on the same plane. Uh, you know, both the left and right joysticks are at the same place on each side of the controller. Uh, but it it does look very, very similar to the Nintendo Switch Pro Controller. Um, that limited edition night blue color uh, is only available in the Founders 
um, set. It comes with the Chromecast Ultra, like I talked about before, which is pretty cool because the Chromecast Ultra, you can do a lot other a lot more with it than just play Stadia. You're going to be able to, you know, load apps on there. You'll be able to, to watch Twitch or uh, you know, NHL Network or MLB's at bat um, on your TV as well. So you do get the Chromecast Ultra, which is nice. It also comes with a power adapter, a USB C to A cable, um, and I believe it comes with a separate power adapter as well. Um, the so the idea behind this is that all of the games are played from the cloud. Um, pretty straightforward, right? It's all the games are, you know, there is no, uh, no downloading. Everything is streamed. It streams fully in 60 FPS, 4K resolution. It supports HDR and 5.1 surround sound. Uh, and this is where my big, my first big surprise came in was when they showed the, um, the bar graph showing what, sort of internet speed you would need for the different qualities. Um, saying that you only needed 35 megabytes per second um, to experience it in full 4K HDR, 60 FPS, 5.1 surround, I was like, wow, that seems really, really low. Um, even experiencing 1080p um, at 60 FPS and 5.1 surround only requires 20 megabytes per second so even the the more basic of internet packages are going to be able to stream the stadia relatively effectively i know me personally i get 150 megabytes per second down um so i mean the stadia is going to be should be should be obviously this is all based on their internal testing you know connection speeds may vary um but they do have you know i, I do expect this thing's going to run really well if you go to the google store listing um, basically, just go to store.google.com and you can look it up. Um, and it has a little test your connection button right in the middle of the screen there as well, um, where you can click on it and get some feedback whether or not Stadia should run um, very well or not. So basically, there's no console required. It's an app. It's going to be on the Google Chromecast Ultra. You're going to stream uh, the games, no downloading, none of that crazy stuff. I assume there's going to be uh, a certain amount of files that it will have to like cache locally. I, I don't really know if they went into how that's going to work. Um, you would have to assume that certain things may be cached um, locally. But like I said in the opening, one of the really impressive parts for me was the list of games that it's going to support on launch. Um, things like Dragon Ball Z Universe 2, Doom Eternal, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, uh, both of those two games are upcoming titles. Uh, the new free-to-play Destiny 2, Grid, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, Metro Exodus, Final Fantasy 15, Rage 2, um, the Tomb Raider trilogy, The Elder Scrolls Online, Division 2, The Crew 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, NBA 2K, Borderlands 3, Farming Simulator, Mortal Kombat 11, and that's just naming some. They also did say that uh, Capcom and EA would be supporting the platform as well with some unannounced games. Again, we have quite a quite a time to go until the November launch on this thing. Um, so I would assume that you know we're gonna get um, we're going to get some clarity coming up in the months ahead on what games those uh, publishers will be providing. But overall, it looks really good. So pre-ordering the package, um, you get yourself, like I said earlier, you get yourself the controller. 
Um, you get yourself the Chromecast Ultra. And then you also get um, a three-month subscription to the Google Stadia service, which has will have eventually have two different levels. Uh, there's going to be a Pro, and there's going to be, I believe it was called Base or Basic. Um, and now all of a sudden, you know, I can't find uh, where I was looking for. But basically, uh, they were saying that initially only the Pro service is going to be available, that the uh, the base service will not launch until sometime in 2020, which I guess uh, kind of makes sense to a certain extent. Um, so basically, it is a subscription service. It will cost you $9.99 a month uh, US. It will cost you $11.99 a month Canadian. And what that does is that gets you access to the uh, library of games. So Pro offers unlimited access to the Stadia library of games in up to the 4K 60fps HDR with 5.1 surround sound. Um, so now the biggest misconception that I've seen people talking about is the Pro subscription does not give you unlimited access to all of the games available on Stadia. There are going to be what they classified as older titles that will be included in the Pro subscription. And so, for example, that does include Destiny 2. So if you pre-order the Founders Edition, um, like I said, you get the Limited Edition Night Blue Stadia Controller, the Chromecast Ultra, a three-month Pro subscription, first dibs on your online name, which kind of makes sense because, you know, you're going to be the first people on there. Um, it gives you a three-month Stadia Pro that you can gift to a friend and the full Destiny 2 experience, which includes the base game, all the previous add-ons, the new Shadowkeep expansion that is coming out, and the annual pass. You'll also be able to transfer your Destiny 2 characters from your Xbox or your PC account. Um, so again, the Stadia Pro will not give you unlimited access to all the new games. So, for example, the new Doom game coming out, uh, you know, things like that. You're not, you're going to have to buy those. Would be my general assumption. Um, all of these games will be available at launch, but they will all have a certain cost associated with them. My biggest question would be: Well, are these going to be full price digital games? I would assume so. I would assume a sixty dollar digital game from the PlayStation or the Xbox store will still cost $60 on the Google Stadia. You just won't have to spend the time downloading it um, or anything of that nature. The whole thing seems, I mean, it seems really cool. Um, I like the idea. And again, I will hearken back to something that not only I said earlier in this episode, but something that I said uh, many, many times during my uh, Nintendo Switch uh, reviews and, and early on in that phase. This, the success of the Stadia comes down to the support from game developers. Um, it is a very different scenario than going to the Nintendo Switch where you have different hardware requirements and different cartridges you know, to deal with and, and different production issues that you have to work around this is a streaming service. This would be, I would assume, relatively easy to provide a ROM of your game and say, here's the download, go to town. Um, so, you know, 
with the Google infrastructure powering this thing behind the scenes, um, you know, it, it, it really does have that new age, next gen sort of feel, but it will come down to support. Um, you look at the initial list of games, uh, and I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are sports fans. Well, outside of Grid, which is a racing game, and Football Manager, which is more of a text-based soccer management game, uh, NBA 2K is the only real sports title. Will EA be supporting it with uh, Madden and with FIFA and with NHL? Um, Hard to say. Like, for me... That would be a huge, huge step uh, for them to go and say, yes, EA is going to be supporting it with its full range and breadth of of sports games. But as we've seen with the Nintendo Switch, that is not really the case. Um, So far, they've only brought FIFA to the Nintendo Switch, and they've basically came out and said that FIFA 20 is just going to be a roster update. We're not actually touching the game uh, or the gameplay or bringing any new features. So, third-party support, because um, I guess everything would be third-party, so so publisher support is going to be huge. But all indications in the early going um, seem to be very good that the Stadia is going to be well-supported. Um, but the biggest thing with this is it is such a change in what we're used to doing. Uh, it's going to be one of those, how is it going to work in the wild, sort of things. I will admit, I am very, very intrigued by the Google Stadia. I have um, all but pre-ordered the thing, and the only reason why I haven't pre-ordered it yet is I'm just, you know, waiting till I have the $170 of disposable income to to check it out. But the idea is, is really cool, and, and again, with Google being their first real foray into gaming, you don't really have that Oh, but it's Microsoft, or oh, but it's Sony, or oh, but it's whoever. We know that, you know, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo are really need to be looking at the future of gaming and streaming and cloud-based computing as something that gamers want, something that gamers not necessarily need, but, you know, Google seems to be the first out of the gate here, I think with with a, a, an official, you know, quote unquote console service dedicated only to being streamed. Uh, I think it's really cool that they have integrated um, tablets and mobile devices. Uh, and being able to stream it through Chrome is going to be huge as well. Um, that's going to be very, very, very interesting uh, to see, um, you know, how that's going to work. Now, the way I'm reading it here, and and maybe I'm misunderstanding this, and this is one thing that I've been researching that I've had questions on, is. It, the wording that I saw made it seem like it was only going to be 
Uh, no, it is all. Okay, perfect. I found the answer. So to be able to access it on laptops, desktops, um, right now they're only talking uh, the Pixel 3 and the Pixel 3a. I assume that will also include the inevitable Pixel 4 that we'll probably see this fall. Um, it's a really cool concept. So, I mean, I could be playing NBA 2K, you know, on my TV with my Stadia and, you know, be on the road for a few days um, or, you know, be at work where with a good internet connection and, hey, flip open my laptop and let's play a franchise game. The concept itself, excuse me, is extremely intriguing. And I have to say that, again, I went into it being very skeptical and very not sure how they were going to make this work. Um, And immediately I was impressed by, like I said, the the Rolodex of games that are going to be coming to this thing. And then just the... I don't want to say... I guess the professional way that they've um you know rolled this thing out you know they they really have the appearance that they have put a lot of effort into um how this thing was going to be perceived how it was going to be announced um they did talk about the one button youtube uh streaming i think that while not something that I have any interest in, uh, because I have no interest in um, no interest in streaming to YouTube, I think it'll be really cool for YouTubers. I think it'll be you know if it's if it's super and easy, kind of like how Microsoft has the Mixer integrated into um, the Xbox platform. I think that could be really cool. I think it's also going to be really interesting that the Google Assistant is um, involved with the Chromecast. There's a dedicated button on the controller, which is really cool. Again, the whole thing just has this aura about it that, you know, it's really, really interesting. I think if I had to pick on one part of the whole package is they picked a pretty rough time to announce um, you know, several days before E3 um, and Microsoft going out uh, what they did earlier and basically blowing the doors off the place. Um, so I think maybe their announcement was relatively poorly timed. Also, we're still five months out from this device being, you know, in people's hands and being in the wild. But overall, I come away more impressed with Google's first foray into gaming than I expected I would be. Um, Again, grain of salt with everything, right? Um, You guys kind of know where I'm at with this kind of stuff. Until I can get it in my hand and until I can use it and until I can see how well the graphics actually look, is there any lag? Is there any issues with input? That's one thing I'm extremely extremely worried about is that there's going to be some kind of input lag which you know in in a sports game is just absolutely unacceptable and just ruins the experience 
Um, until we get a Stadia, you know, in the wild and be able to give it a try and be able to see, you know, exactly what this thing has to offer as we go forth here in the future of gaming into into a more cloud-based ecosystem, you know, everything is with a grain of salt. Do I like what Google has done here? Yes. Do I think their presentation was on point? Yes. Am I intrigued about the Google Stadia? Yes. Is it extremely likely that I am going to pre-order one of these devices? Yes. Does that mean it will be a critical success? Absolutely not. I think we live ever more in an age where the hype machine means less and less and less. I would have to assume that Google will have the Stadia out in the wild, you know, with demo units and things like that. I mean, you don't need a demo unit of the Chromecast Ultra, but I think you will see this in the wild before the November release. I think you'll see, hopefully, them trying to get um, some of their bigger YouTube gaming personalities to be to be trying this thing out, to give it a shot, to try and really pump the tires on this thing. Um, and I think then you'll start to see gameplay and you'll start to see... Um, you know, does this device have faults? Is it as as good as, you know, it seemed, you know, in June? Is it that good in November? Um, but I can tell you right now, you know, with, with the reveal, the way they've done it, with all the information they provided, with the list of games that it's going to support, I am certainly, at the very least, extremely, extremely intrigued by the Google Stadia and, and how it kind of fits into uh, to the gaming ecosystem for a lot of people. Um, if you want more information about the Google Stadia, I suggest you check out the store listing. Again, you can go to store.google.com and then there's a gaming tab up at the top of the screen. Um, check it out. Like I said, don't take my word for it. Do your homework. Um, I just thought, you know, with, with it being as hyped up as it has been, it would be a good idea to kind of throw my thoughts out there and... And talk about it a little bit. I'd love to know what you guys think of the Google Stadia. Uh, make sure that you reach out to me on Twitter at SnaggleJ or jump in the Discord, discord.snaggle.club. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear um, your guys' thoughts on the Google Stadia. Um, are you interested in one? Are you going to pick one up? Are you still uh, waiting to see? Does that lineup of games not impress you? Does it not move the needle a whole lot? Let me know, guys. Let's keep the conversation going on Twitter and in the Discord. Um, like I said, guys, on Friday's episode this week, we will be talking about uh, E3, looking back, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, ugly at this point being, you know, likely the Bethesda conference. Um, but we'll see. Anyways, guys, I appreciate, as always, uh, you guys listening to the podcast, um, whether it be right directly on anchor.fm or whether you're listening in your podcast app of choice on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast, or any other pod catching app of choice. Um, I, I do appreciate your subscription and your ear holes for however long you listened to these episodes. Um, as always, guys, I have been Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J, and I will catch you guys next time. Peace.